I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The best way to start your weekend is with Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network. Sponsored by BetMGM. It's the weekend, so let's sweat some bets and make it a profitable one. BetQL Weekend presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Mark Drumheller here with Sean Bell. We have an incredible hour lined up. Recap of the All-Star break, the home run derby. My guy, Sean, was pretty successful in that one, I got a feeling. And plus, we got a new segment for NFL Futures we're going to dive into that I can't wait for. And of course, our best bets. Sean, good to be back, my man. How'd the All-Star bets feel <sighs> is Things don't go exactly my way, all right? It's rare that something goes exactly how I want it to go, and I predicted everything correctly when it came to the All-Star break, so I'm feeling good. Nice. Uh, you had Vladdy right in the derby? Yes. I said, and I said exactly. I said Peter Alonzo and Julio Rodriguez were going to wear each other out. One's going to lose, and one's going to be worn out. That's going to leave Vlad to come right in and take it, and that's exactly what happens. Again, 41 home runs in the first round because you knew Alonzo was there, so you so you said, I'm going to hit every bomb possible, breaking a record, but then you didn't have enough gas to finish this thing out. So It's all about that, the cardio, man, at that level. You got to have the cardio. It's, it's And plus, Vlad did this a couple of years ago. Wait, he beat Vlad's single round record. Vlad hit 40 home runs in a round, and Vlad didn't win in that home run derby because he was worn out. So history repeats itself, and Vlad gets a chip, and I get some money. Now, how much do you think the 44 played into Alonzo? Like, that has to be in it. So when he's up there and he sees Julio just bomb after bomb, there has to be a mental strain there, right? You're, you're at this guy's home field. You know, you, I mean, nobody, we talked about it. Nobody wanted to win this event more than Pete Alonso, and he comes up there and, and has to deal with that. I was happy. I cashed Julio in the first round. Did real good in the first round. Three out of four first round bets I hit. Um, the only one I didn't hit was Mookie Betts. Um, and then I played Julio and Mookie Betts to win. Neither of them came home. So I ended up about even um, with the Derby. But I don't know. When I was watching it, I was a little bit of disappointed that Julio ran out of gas. It was inevitable. I know. But you should can't... it be that way? I... Should there be a cumulative component to the All-Star? Like, should you be able to carry over what you don't use? No. I think it's more entertaining this way. It is. Because everyone's going to quit after Julio does that. I, I, well, now it, it, it make them, it'd be pressure to kind of build and catch up. But I will say this. 
I, I would have lost my house if I was able to kind of live bet and fade Vlad after the first round. Because I felt like he was out of gas. He looked like he needed oxygen. Like, he looked like a defensive tackle who just sprinted 85 yards to the end zone. And I was like, there's no way either of these guys are going to make it to the end. Yeah, he just needed his, his second wind mm-hmm. and needed to keep going and, and needed to, to get it back. But again, I knew he, he knew he wasn't going to need something astronomical. Right, like yeah. Again, Julio felt like he needed something astronomical, and then once Pete saw that, he's like, "Man, I'm not even forty something. Like it's possible, and I'll try." Plus, did you see Pete's pitcher? <laughs> he was throwing sliders. I was like, "What's going on here, dog? Like your pitcher stinks." Should they use a pitching machine? Like, how do you make that better? Because the guy was it Pena? The guy pitching to Julio was perfect. I mean, he was like on point. He was like bang, 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 right inside, right in the wheelhouse. You got to pick your guy right. I don't know if this guy is the same guy, Pete picked when he won his home run derbies uh, a couple years ago two of them maybe it was a different guy but you got to pick it that's on your guy learn how to pick your guy right it you was, have a good it team sliders, him, it was you all types ready. of i was like what is he doing like none of this is straight none of this is in the wheelhouse he's out there trying to set the record for strikeouts exactly so i knew pete <laughs> wasn't gonna win once i saw what his pitcher was doing sometimes the pitcher makes it all about them right yeah exactly Plus, but now very fun and i thought it was very Exciting at the end. I mean, there was it was climactic. We got down to the end, and it was like, hey, you know, is is he going to be able to hit? Uh, you know, is Randy going to be able to hit the five out? You know, to, to get it done. Didn't do it. You know, but I thought he did. I still thought he was going to win. I didn't think Vlad was going to win until it was actually over. Yeah, yeah. But again, you knew Vlad had it in him. You know what I mean? Like a guy who hit forty home runs in one round. He he can. He, he can he, put him away, man. He, he he can do it at some point. He can get hot and he can get it done. Only thing I didn't like, I don't like, I just don't like the new rules in, in general and how it goes, like the rapid pitching. And maybe this is me being an old dinosaur, but like, I like to see the ball land. I like to see where it goes. I like you to tell me this ball was hit 485 feet. Yeah. Instead of just a tight that shot. That I agree with. A tight shot of someone swinging and swinging and swinging. And you don't know where it goes. You yeah. don't know if it's close. You don't know if it's a pop-up. You don't know if it's going to the second yeah. level. It's impressive, but at the same time, for my watching entertainment, it's not what I want to see. I want to see the ball land. I want you to tell me Especially if you're betting it. Like, you want to know exactly where you are after every pitch. Yeah. Like, exactly. Not like, you know, it's almost like when you dump coins into the coin machine, right? It's like, and then finally at the end, you find out how many coins you have. Yeah. That's what it was. They're hitting all these homers out of there. You don't know. And then they're just kind of like racking up. I would rather see them go back to, you know, the 10 outs or whatnot. Yeah, me too. It it, too much at once. You couldn't get the right views. And that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, I guess you want to appeal to the live audience, but. You want to appeal to the people watching it too. You know, you want to listen. You got to get that advertising money. You need eyes on this thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and no one's watching the All Star games. You got to get the eyes here. But you know, I, I thought it was very fun. I thought it was very like you couldn't tell who was going to win I, until the end. I was legitimately surprised Vlad won. I was more confident Vlad could win before going in than I was during the game. Like mm. I said, I thought he was spent early. He yeah. looked like he was, you know. He didn't get, have his fitness right ready for this, but he got it done, man. Sometimes you can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have like some some people had a certain groove in a round, but he he had enough each round to get it done. Like, yeah, he, you know I mean, he didn't look the best in any of his rounds. He didn't look better than Julio. But it was Julio that consistency, his, man. He That's got what wins through it. it. 
the consistency gets it done mm -hmm. again. So a lot of fun. You hit that. You hit the National League, National right? National League. You played up. the National yep. League. Fading the American League. Love that. Did not bet the actual game. Um, didn't even watch the actual game, to be honest with you. I watched the home run derby, but that was it. Passed on the game. But for you, first time the NL won in over a decade? Yeah, I was, and that was just a random guess. Yeah. You're just, uh, it's not like it. With these all-star games. They were you, due. You, you can never. First well, of all. Of course. They're not you, even you trying never to predict. But what I wanted was a home run derby it, it being tied at the ninth. I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed because I'm dying to see a home run. <laughs> I'm dying to see a, a game decided by a home run derby. I don't know. But I don't know if you know, but I told you. Told before, I was like, I would love to see the, that implemented in the regular season. Now, you know, most baseball fans call me an idiot. Now, instead of extra said, innings, have a home run derby? Yes. <laughs> just think, just, again, all baseball fans call me an idiot right now. Right. But I look at it like hockey. You I look at, it like, the I look at it like soccer. Because I did not expect this. You get everything at BQ all weekend. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's go. The, the, think about this. The viewership again. Baseball people are 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 effing my whatever right now. Mm -hmm. they're, they're cursing me out. But just think about viewership. If it comes across your phone, mm -hmm. you're not watching those games. You're not watching this. And Dude, it, the and it home goes, runs and it goes, count. No, the home runs don't count. All right, they it's, don't it's count just, for the record books. No, it doesn't count for the record books. But imagine you're on your phone and you're not watching the games and you're not you're not watching West Coast games. You're not. Right. You know what I mean, we're not even doing that. We damn near sleep. But you in your bed and it pops up. The ESPN app says, uh, "Extra innings." Vlad Guerrero and Shohei Otani will have a home run off to decide who wins the game. You telling me you're not turning to that? Hey, you get seven outs. Who pitches? You gotta have a pitching machine, right? Yeah, I guess you gotta I, do I the pitching machine. That. But think about it. You have seven outs, and whoever gets the best of the seven. I like it. Same player. You get to choose one player. You yeah, got to go down the line. Or how about each player bats once? You go down to do the nine. Nine's too oh, many. see, I wasn't going to do that. Maybe see, we do five. I was just going to have one guy. One guy gets seven outs. My, my guy, it, it's almost like back in the day. You ever seen Achilles? The movie Achilles? No, no, no. The, the, the Trojan War. What they would do is, what they do is, instead of having a big battle, my best guy against your best guy decide who wins the war. Hmm. And the the winner wins the war, wins the territory. It's not bad. That's about, what I want again. Zach says top three in the chat. I think I'm on board with top three. I would like top three, and here's the kicker. If the ties, it's decided by longest home run. See, that, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna allow that. Oh, I want, I want to <laughs> now we're going too far. Now you just do a home run. We off. gotta like, push the back to back, back to back, back to back, back to back, back to back until of, someone falls. Again, Aaron Judge, Pete Alonso, home, home, home run off, going extra innings. Who's not tuning into that? Yeah, it's a good point. It's, I tell you, it's the casual baseball. It's a lot better. It is a lot better than starting the runner at second base or sitting there and painfully going through. You know, four or five extra innings where everybody's spending their bullpen. You know, it. I agree with you. I, I like the home run I, and maybe I think it makes a ton of sense. Maybe I'm I'm bitter because I I had a uh, I had a I had a <laughs> I was on television one time, not one time. I on my old television gig. It was a playoff game. I forgot what it was, but it went to like 18 innings, mm -hmm. and I literally couldn't go on air until after the game. I literally <laughs> as, again, 10 o'clock news. We went on at like 3:30 a.m. I was pissed. It's like, do something about this. And again, I know that rarely ever happens, but I would love to off. see what everybody looked like by the time it was time to actually go on air. Like oh, trying to smile, like yeah, like, like dog trash. Trying to smile, like dog just trash. done. You know, finished.
Hilarious. Good stuff. But let's get into now All-Star break, home run derby. It was a lot of fun, right? Now it's time to dig into the second half of the season, mm-hmm. right? You know, what teams do we think we should be targeting in the futures market? What teams do we think we should be running away from? Um, you know, I, I when I look at the board, a couple teams immediately jump out at me, right? Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Hot, a lot of fun. Yeah, the cruise effect. Have to play Atlanta even though they're favorites, mm-hmm. right? Because they just hit a trillion home runs, and they're mm-hmm. they're probably going to be there. But if you're looking for someone besides Atlanta, when you go down the odds board, I like Cincinnati. I like the Dodgers. Don't sleep on the Dodgers. They're a team. They need starting pitching help. They're going to go get it at the trade deadline. They don't care. They'll spend the money, whatever they got to do to get in there. I think now they're in control. They're right there at the top of the West. I don't think they're letting go. See... If you want to take a shot in the dark, if you want to just say, bump it, I want to make a ton of money and see if something random happens, like the Phillies did last year, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the Padres. That now, would be good. They've been one of the two most disappointing teams in an entire Major League Baseball. So 40 to 1 right now to win the World Series. 40. That's why I said that. 40 to 1. Like, if you want to pick someone to do what the Phillies did last year, or at least if you want to bet them to get to the World Series, or you want to bet them to win the NL. Why not make that bet, right? Like, again, it's not a bet that I feel a 1,000% confident in, but at those odds to potentially have a a, a situation like the Phillies last year where the mm-hmm. Phillies were bad team to start off, then got really hot, made the playoffs, and because they had such a great roster, they went to the World Series. The Padres had that roster. Yeah, and, it's a whole new season you get in the postseason. Uh-huh. And they played hot over the last two weeks, two, three weeks going into the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, you know, if you if you would, the Braves are probably gonna, the Braves are probably gonna brave. But if you want to, if you want long odds, and, I and still think make some money. The Padres, I still think plus three fifty with the Braves right now is a pretty good number. I mean, they're they're so good. You look at the teams at the top: Braves mm-hmm. plus three fifty, Rays plus five hundred, Rays hot start, very well balanced team. I don't know if they get there. Dodgers plus five fifty. I like. I told you that you knew that the Yankees, Padres, Dodgers, one of these teams that spent a ton of money, that was expected to do well, that got off to a slow start, is going to come up um, and, you know, contend. And, but 40 to 1 with the Padres, I like it. They have enough talent for sure. Um, and the big thing is that's a big bag for you. They're coming out, and you'll know right away. I, I think you'll know pretty quickly because the team that's last in a wild card spot is between the Giants and the Phillies. But the Phillies take on the Padres coming right out of the all-star break. Yeah. So you may find out early. And they get Blake Snell. Yeah. The Padres can gain some ground with that, with that uh, last wild card spot. You'll, you'll know early in the first, after that series, how good you should feel about the Padres and potentially the Phillies. It's going to be fun watching these odds fluctuate as we get, you know, into the second half of the season and teams kind of decide whether they're going to be buyers or sellers. Um, real quick, we got a couple minutes. Forty to one would be a nice hit, but not nicer than sixty-five to one plus sixty-five hundred. Diaz gets the MVP of the All Star game. How crazy was that, dude? Do you know anyone that bet on this guy? No. Nah. I mean, <laughs> well, first of all, somebody made the bet because I, I know people who just bet the, the the biggest odds just for giggles. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm gonna put five dollars on whoever is last. So I'm so I'm sure somebody did that, but no one who was 
smart about things. No one who's careful about their money. <laughs> Nobody's strategic. Yeah, no that. one strategically did They're that. just throwing darts. Like, give me the biggest number on the board. Boom, exactly. I'm going to take a exactly. shot. Exactly. And, you know, but still, it's it's good seeing that stuff, right? Because the game is fun in general, right? Nobody has edges in the All-Star game. You know, they, they might say they do, but it's mm-hmm. very minimal, if anything. Um, so, to, to see a bet pay out like that, you know, it's a lot of fun, you know? 65 to 1, nice chunk of... Uh, Nice chunk of change for sure. But, yeah, definitely an all-star game. A lot of fun. I'm excited for a second half of baseball. I think there's a lot of great storylines. Angels falling out with uh, Otani. You know, what are they going to do with the deadline? Tons of stuff to would go over. For Things for, of course. I would. I mean, if I could have the best player in the world on my team that probably ever walked God's green earth, I'm going to trade for but Just for a rental and not being sure. That's that's, that's sometimes you gotta invite them over to get them to stay. <laughs> okay, right? You know, I mean, that's that's really what I think I have to do. But listen, great talk. Um, we're going to be back after this segment. NFL futures. I can't wait to do this. We're gonna go through the teams in the AFC East and find out when we should attack the market to get the best bang for our buck. BetQL weekend presented by BetMGM Sportsbook resumes next. Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller, sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Weekend presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Mark Drumheller, Sean Bell, shifting over to the gridiron. No better time to bet futures for the NFL than the summer. That's all we got right now, right? We're thirsting for the season, but we got to get through the summer. So NFL futures talk, but we're going to have some fun. We got a great segment here that we're introducing this week that we're going to continue to do up until September um, where we look at the futures market. We're going to go division by division, and we're not just going to tell you, hey, what teams do we like? What teams do we think are going to win? Because sports betting comes down to price. It comes down to, you know, not the team that you bet, but when you bet them and the price that you get for that team to win their division or the wager or whatever you're looking at. So we're going to focus a little bit more on that with this segment, go through the AFC East and look at their schedule, look at, you know, whether we think our team can start fast or start strong early and figure out when the best time to act on that team and enter the market. Um, AFC East is going to be a lot of fun showing the New York Jets, all the headlines, with Hard Knocks, they're the team. Reluctantly, it's like, you know, Roger Goodell had to go to New York, grab them by the collar, drag them in front of the cameras, and say, here we go. You know, you guys are the story. We need you guys to do this. They reluctantly agreed. I don't think they had much of a choice. What are your thoughts on just Hard Knocks in general and how what we're going to see from the Jets like during the show? Like, do you think this is a positive for them? They are mad as hell up there. I would let me <laughs> let me tell you. I, I listen. I'm from from North Jersey, so obviously I'm from the ten minutes outside of Manhattan. So I was up there yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's funny listening to the Philly radio and then listening to New York radio. Like we're all the same, but 
<laughs> it's, 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 it's the opposite. It's, a little it's the opposite end, right? Like, yeah. we argue the same things and we think everybody else is wrong. But they ain't happy. One, they feel like a lot of the young cats they have are talkative and, and you know, swaggy and will ah. say a lot of things, right? And, and putting a camera in front They're of They're going to get out of pocket. 24, 23-year-olds. They're quick to get out of the pocket. Sauce Gardner, all those cats are going to say something in front of the camera that people ain't going to like, right? They ain't worried about the veterans. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Like, they, they are individuals who like that and will talk some things up. And so they are not happy in regards to them making the Jets have, have to do this. And, of course, with Aaron Rodgers and all his Pat McAfee conspiracy or whatever, <laughs> like, it's going like... Darkness. I, yeah, I understand why... Hard not to wanted to do it because right. because of the entertainment because they have young cats who are going to talk, but it ain't gonna be good for them if the young cats don't act don't know how to act like veterans if someone doesn't pull their tail and be like yo you better shut up when these cameras are around right so it's 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 you know and try to show out and be better than who you are when the cameras around you know how that goes like the camera comes around and people want to act different it's it's almost like kids in high school like all of a sudden people are looking the girls are watching. <laughs> So now I got to act big, bad, yep. and tough. And now I'm in the I'll, NFL yeah, now. Now we got to get into a fight just because I saw this, this cutie over here looking at me and looking <laughs> at the argument. So I got to act better than who I am. That's what's going to happen to some of the young pups out in New York. Now, it's great for my entertainment, although Hard Knocks hasn't been great for like a decade. Yeah, it really ran its course, I feel it, like. Well, I, I, I think a lot of the – I think early on people were just raw. Right. And then coaches eventually – smartened up said nah yeah exactly smarten up like y'all better shut up so it's been a, it's been dull but again if 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 the young guys mouth off and Aaron Rodgers does his Aaron Rodgering it could be it could be entertaining once again now i have a different perspective on Rodgers in the sense that i agree with you as far as like your outlook on him and you know I, i'm almost wondering if he's just going to be completely buttoned up and tight-lipped and kind of like miserable like you know, like they're feeding him his vegetables. Like he's just not, he don't want nothing to do with this. And he didn't want to be there in the beginning. Or does he just look at it like, hey, listen, I got a couple years left in this league. I'm going to work on my brand. Cameras are on. Let's go. I don't mm -hmm. know. I mean, how do you think he approaches it? Do you think he plays up to the cameras or do you think he kind of shies away? I think he plays up to it, but in an annoying way. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers, like he's going to act like I'm smarter and and big, bigger and better. Than I know, you, and it's going to annoy <laughs> people. Like so, so him. I I get it. Like he's probably gonna be buttoned up in a way, but mm -hmm. his his button up is just still arrogant. That's, right, you know what I mean. So it still plays into, and he's still gonna do his Pat McAfee thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So it's not like you can necessarily tell him what to do. So you, it's still going to be entertaining in that way. I don't think you're gonna get nothing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I I agree. It'll probably be somewhere in between, but it's just, it's when you have to start forcing teams to do this, I think you have to kind of look at it. Um, you know, the Jets, from a betting perspective, right, everybody knows expectations are high. Uh, win total, nine and a half, uh, you know, nine and a half wins, which isn't, you know, crazy high. I mean, 10 and seven, uh, obviously obtainable for this team, plus 250 to win the AFC East. Also, minus 170 to make the playoffs. They came up just short last season. Aaron Rodgers, obviously a big upgrade at quarterback, can definitely put them over the hump, but the AFC is tough, man. And when I look at the Jets, let's get into it. We'll start with the Jets, and we'll work our way down. Even though Buffalo's the favorite, we'll hit them next. You know, when I look at the Jets, and if I want to bet this team, if I want to look at them this season, do you lean towards betting them early, like say, hey, now, you know what, this price for them to win the division, you know, plus 250, for, uh, that makes sense now, you know, compared to, you know, the rest of the teams in there? Or do you think they might start off slow, you know, with Rodgers in a new offense, take some time for the pieces to come together like we saw with Brady and Tampa? Yeah, I think it takes a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it takes a, the new surroundings, new weapons. I agree. Now, they, they're incredibly talented, so it, it could be. And then a, the defense is obviously really good that's returning the same core. But I think it can take some time for things to get going, right? Like, Buffalo is just going to start off strong. Like, I know a lot of people are fading Buffalo and don't feel great about Buffalo, but mm-hmm. their talented roster returning the same people. They don't, yeah. they don't need, with a couple of additions, they don't need to adjust to anything. No one has to adjust to anybody. And that's coming from a 12-win team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A team is 12 wins, 13 wins. So, I, you know what I mean? I think early on, they may be behind the eight ball a little bit and then and then get some steam. Now, they're not going to be one and four or one and three. So, I don't think they're going to go down like that. But I still think they'll be behind Buffalo. Um, and I still like, again, well, Buffalo to win the division. So, let me stop you right there. I agree with you. I think that. The reasons I don't like Buffalo is I feel like I'm not confident that Allen's going to be able to stay healthy. Like I don't, they didn't do anything to improve the running game. We'll talk about that. But you said one and three. I'm going to give you their first four games. Okay. Buffalo at Dallas, right? Uh-huh. Dallas got some players. New England, Kansas City. That's their first three. That's Buffalo's first three. No, that's okay. the Jets' first three. That's Buffalo at Dallas, New England. Bill Belichick's defense, Kansas City. They're one and two. Four games. Buffalo, they win. Uh-huh. Buffalo, no, Buffalo's Buff- a loss. Lost at Dallas. Okay, two and two. You said New England, Kansas City. New England, Kansas City. Uh, two and two. So you think they start two and two? I think that after that four games is the perfect time, if you like the Jets, to get into the market. Because after that, those four games, right, they're going to be two and two. You know, optimism is going to be quelled a little bit, right? They're going to be 500. 
After that, they go at Denver, which, you know, can be a tough game. Then they get Philadelphia, but it's Philadelphia coming to New York after traveling to L.A. So second, you know, back-to-back road games, going across the country. I think that's actually a winnable game against Philadelphia. They could end up 4-2 and two after 6, but I think 2-2 two and two or 1-3 and three is a real possibility after four games. So that, that's a tough schedule. You that, name a tough schedule yep. to start off this first six, seven weeks of, of with, with new, all these new pieces. new pieces. Right. So I think there's a better, when you look at it, that's where you want to get in there. If you like the Jets, let those four games pass. Let those hard games pass. Then maybe that plus 250 will be a plus 350, will be a plus 400 to win the division. Mm-hmm. And then you pounce on it at that point. Mm-hmm. You know? But let's talk about the favorite in the division now. We'll shift over the Buffalo Bills, the team that they play week one, um, which I think that week one game is going to be fire. It's going to have a lot to do with how people perceive these two teams. Buffalo, another team. Very tough. Um, you know, very tough situation coming back here. Uh, tough schedule, I feel like. Coming into a division, it's just a lot of pe- teams got better. My biggest concern with them is, are they going to run the ball enough to keep Josh Allen healthy? They can't have him being their best running back going forward. Um, what do you think about them? Like, you think Buffalo wins that game in week one. After that, it gets a little bit easier. You got Vegas, you got Washington before they hit Miami. It could be a situation to where if you like the Bills, that price is just going to get shorter when the season starts. You might as well bet them now. Yeah, I think you bet the Bills now. I Again, I... I know a lot of people are down because Josh Allen makes has made uh, has had a lot of turnovers. I know people are are fading him because you know maybe due to injury. But even when he was injured last year, he played most of. He missed what? I forget how many games. He only missed a game or two, right? So like mm-hmm. he came back right away. I think he only missed a game. So Buffalo to me, I pencil. It's one of those teams I pencil in to win twelve. Yeah, every year twelve and like, five. They're, they're that talented. They're gonna I pencil them in to win twelve games, right? Like. Whatever issues you have with Josh Allen, he's still a top five quarterback. He's still a top five quarterback in the league. They still have an incredibly talented roster. We, you know, there was a lot of issues with Stephon Diggs and whatnot, but he'll be back in the fold getting catches. The Bills are a really good team. The question with the Bills is, can they get over the hump? Now, do I feel like they can? No. But as far as just winning 11, 12, 13 games a year, mm-hmm. I think they're going to do that every year. So yeah. I, I, I like them over, and I think... We'll get to Miami next. You talk about injuries with Josh Allen. It's a big one. You know what I mean? Tua, right? <laughs> like, again, Tua, Tua being Tua and, out, and, and A-Rod being as old as he is, mm-hmm. I count on Josh Allen to be more healthy than those two quarterbacks. And Mac Jones, who's Mac Jones? So, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so Low I, ceiling I, I, I think Jones. I can count on Josh Allen this coming year more than I can count on anybody else in the AFC East. Excellent point. You know, but what, like I said, I think with the Bills, if you like them, you bet them now. Their end of the season schedule, very tough, right? When you look at it, they get the Eagles in week 12. They get KC week 14, Dallas, Chargers, you know, Miami, the final week of the season. So the end of the year is going to be tough, but you're not going to wait until, you know, all that passes. I mean, you can re-hit the futures market when we start the postseason. But mm-hmm. I think if you like the Bills, they're a buy right now. They're a buy right now. That way you don't have to worry about, you know, the, uh, you know, the momentum from hard knocks and, you know, going into week one, they're going to beat the Giants. I mean, they're going to beat the Jets. The price is going to shorten. So um, I like the Bills there. Let's talk about Miami. You brought up Tua. That's the elephant in the room, right? Everything kind of sits when you look at the Miami Dolphins on Tua. 
Can he stay healthy? Plus 275 to win the division, right? A little bit, a little bit better return than the Jets, but not by much, right? Market kind of sees those teams as equal. I do not. I think that this offense is just going to be rocket fuel. I cannot wait to watch them. They already have Tyreek Hill. They had Jalen Waddle, right? Mm -hmm. They added Braxton Berrios, who he's a 4-3, 4-4 guy, right? Who's going to take attention away from those. They added uh, Chosen Anderson, right? Robbie, formerly Robbie Anderson, who played with Carolina. Another guy with speed. They drafted Devon A-Chain from Texas Mm A&M, who reminds me a lot of Chris Johnson. He's that type of player with that type of speed and vision. Um, And I think that you have a, a very creative coach and Mike McDaniel that's really going to set the bar as far as how to utilize these guys. Like, I think he's really going to come up with some fascinating things to watch. I think every game that Tua is behind center, this Miami team has an opportunity to be one of the best teams in the league with that offense. They added Jalen Ramsey to the defense, mm-hmm. but that offense is going to terrorize defensive coordinators with all that speed. Yeah, they arguably have the best cornerback tandem now that they added Jalen Ramsey, but I I can't bet Miami because I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know what two is going to be. If I'm going to bet Miami, I'm going to bet them early. I'm saying, listen, right. they're going to win games early. They're going to score a lot of points early. What's the over on that game? Let me get that over, right? <laughs> yep. Let me get on, on the first four or five games. I don't feel confident in betting and winning the division because, again, Maybe it's just me. I'm still super nervous about Tua. Right. I have to see how many if Tua can take a hit and keep on ticking. Yep. Their backup quarterback is Mike White, who can do a decent job being a backup. But if he starts to be the starter for an extended period of time, I'm the Dolphins ain't gonna win enough for me to beat the Buffalo Bills um, in this division. So again, that's just scared me. I know scared money don't make no money in this in this world. Right. But that is too much of a question mark for me. Can Tua? Take some big hits and keep on ticking, or is there going to be a bunch of re- uh, residual effects from last season? So again, I'm I'm staying away from Miami. I will bet their individual games early, though. Yeah, uh, and I think that's why you out. have to bet them now. Like if you're going to bet them in the futures market, I mm-hmm. think you have to bet them now. You don't want to wait. Obviously, what if Tui gets injured? You know the ticket's done, yeah, so you're not really betting them. And they start the season against the Chargers, whose you know defense was a lot to be desired last year, right? Mm-hmm. Let up, you know, that comeback to Jacksonville. Um, so I think they could put up, you know, especially early in the season in the heat, I think they could put up big points against the Chargers and what's New the, England. What's the uh, over-under on that game? Is there is over? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the line to that game. We'll have to like, check on the break. 68? Like, yeah. What's the, what's the, I think what's it's going to be a lot of that? points. I mean, that's going to be a very fun game to watch. But I think that they're going to get a lot of hype after that game. Right. You know, after that game, whether even win or lose, you know, they could easily win that game, you know, 41 to 38. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're there. Zach just put in 50 and a half right now. So that might be an over. But I think if you want to bet Miami, you have to bet them now um, because they're going to come out and they're going to look good as long as two is healthy. But after the break, we're going to hit the New England Patriots, the last team in the AFC East, and then get into our best bets. Start to make you guys some money after the break. BetQL Weekend presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. We'll see you after the break. Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM.
Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller. Sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Weekend presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Final segment, Mark Drumheller, Sean Bell here to wrap up our AFC East talk and give you the best bets so we can make some money this weekend. That's what it's all about. Um, New England Patriots, right? Not what they used to be. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Robert Kraft wants to move on. Rumors coming out to the hearing that Bill Belichick might be in hot water. I think the report had said something along the lines of his close personal friends feel like they need to get to the playoffs. They need to start showing results. Or Bill Belichick's time in New England um, could come to an end. I'm not sure if I buy into that 100%, but it doesn't look good for New England. I mean, Belichick has never won since, um, I think since he came to New England, he's never won less than seven games. And I could definitely see this team, you know, coming in around 6-11. and 11. Yeah, because everybody has a tough set schedule. Like, mm-hmm. the AFC, the AFC is that good. Right, where where you got to face a legit quarterback uh, almost it's every, every, every yeah. they're everywhere, everywhere. They are so everywhere. If you don't have a legit quarterback, and and, and Mac Jones, it's okay, right? Like you got to have a dynamic quarterback to be like Mac Jones would be okay in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll be a serviceable. He'll be a good quarterback in the AFC. That ain't good enough. So right, uh, if, if I'm Bill Belichick, do I believe they're gonna separate? I can't believe it until I see it. Right, like those two are married to each other. They're going to figure some way out, go through some tough times. But if I was Bill Belichick, I would ask out. Yeah. Why did Tom Brady got to go cherry pick? Like, that's why it's sort of <laughs> unfair when you say, oh, Tom Brady made Bill or Bill made. Well, Tom, right. Tom got to leave and just pick the best situation possible. Right. While Bill has to rebuild. And the then when it wasn't, situation. Tom was like, you know what? The I'm beach out. looks good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the beach so, looks good, man. So if I'm Bill, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit out, wait for a job to open that I feel is perfect. Right, that, that has a great quarterback, that has all the weapons, and who ain't going to hire me? Right. And then I'll go there and win a Super Bowl and prove that I can win without Tom Brady. So, if I'm again, I know Bill, all his family's up there. You probably don't want to leave New England. That's where you've been your whole time. But if you were just focused on career, Bill Belichick would be better off bouncing and going somewhere else. And they might be better off rebuilding and, and starting over anyway. Yeah, and I also think that the Patriots would be better off just with, you know, I don't think this is the case with every coach, but I think like Belichick having control over the roster, having, you know, I, I don't think that's helping him. Like, it, like I think when I look at this roster, it's void of talent. And that kind of points to Bill Belichick. Like, you know, he's kind of building the team the way he wanted to post Brady, but I, I do feel like it has an 80s New York Giants feel and not really, you know, they don't have a ton of explosive playmakers. Uh, you know, even if they get Hopkins, I don't think at 31, he's that type of player. I think he's a guy that will help them in the red zone. You'll be able yeah. to get open. He has, he doesn't, you know, you just got to throw the ball near him. He comes down with it, but they don't, they're just not explosive enough on offense. And Mac Jones, I think has a pretty low ceiling. When I look at this team, Sean, um, plus 750, I'm not touching, right? I'm not, <laughs> if you ask me, when is the time to enter the market on the New England Patriots? It's never, right? It's it's not this year, not at any time this year. But um, I, I do think it's important that this is another situation of where they start the season pretty tough with a pretty tough schedule. Um, Philadelphia, week one 
at home. Then they get Miami. We already talked about how, you know, Miami, if two is healthy in week two, which seems pretty likely, they're going to be tough. The Jets, Dallas, right? They could possibly start out in four. If the win total is second, you go under. If the win yep. total is seven, you go under. I agree. I, like, it's just, it's just, again, you're building the team as if you have Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah, you can get the bunch of slot wide receivers and, and get it done when you have, you know, that quarterback. Right. But you ain't got that quarterback. In fact, everybody else has that quarterback. <laughs> so you got to bail immediately. So with the Patriots, it's not about, you know, 750 winning the division. It's it's about, hey, what's the win total? It, it's, right. it's under seven for me. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it's it's New England unders. You know, if you are going to, for them to reach the playoffs, no minus 360. That tells you all you need to know. It's seven and a half, I believe. You know, I'm looking at seven and a half. Seven and a half. You yeah. think I, it what? sounds like an under. That's six losses in a division. Yeah. If everybody stays healthy. Like, and I know, I know he builds great, great defensive plans. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said to myself, hey, if, if he gets a win, it, again, it would be Philly early. Yep. Just because, all right, you had they Philly has new coordinators, new offense coordinator, new defense coordinator, and he had all year, all summer to plan something. That's is going to be his best shot to beat a team because after yep. week one, when you when they face a great team, it's an L. Right. So, yeah, got to go. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I think it's all unders with this team. So, I mean, that that pretty much wraps up the AFC East. It's, it's a three-team division, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, don't spend your money on the Patriots. I wouldn't. If you do, you're you're wild. You're, you, you, got, you, know, you got a little more taste for risk than I do. I Definitely not a team I want to back. Um, but I think outside of that, you look at these other three teams, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, very fascinating, all three. I can't wait. It's going to be must-watch TV, especially this Dolphins offense. I can't wait. But let's get into some best bets, Sean. We want to hit the three best bets. And then I have a big swings parlay lined up, too. Plus 1809. That's going to be a big one. But do you want to start? Let's you start off with the best bets. I will follow up. We'll go one for one back and forth. Okay. My first one, we'll go back and forth. Novak Djokovic winning Wimbledon. Love it. That's that's what I'm like. We got the tennis on right now. We're recording this early Friday, guys. We got the tennis on right now. It's goat talk. Yep. No, nobody's reached 35 majors before. It's goat talk, right? Like, he's the goat of this thing. Whether you like him or dislike him, he's the goat of this thing. And I like him to continue on the winning. He's, he's, it's been flat out smooth for him so far. And I'm not betting against that guy. I'm not betting against a champ. And he's going to be the underdog. He's going to be the lower, well, maybe not the underdog, but he's the lower seed in the finals. So, you know, you may be able to get a nice chunk of change being the him being the lower seed. So it's 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 Jokic for me. Love it. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Reds for Saturday, right? So Saturday afternoon game, they got Andrew Abbott on the hill coming off getting banged up by this same Milwaukee Brewers team his last time out. They tagged him for six runs, chased him out of the fourth inning. Really his first bad start, right? The guy's got 48 Ks and 41 innings this year. Um, you know, 1.03 whip. I think he bounces back against this Brewers team, gets the best of them. Uh, I like them in this spot. You can get the odds right around minus 105. 
whatnot, make sure you check the BetMGM app. Get the exact odds. Put that in on Saturday. But I like the Cincinnati Reds there. I think they're going to bounce back. I think Abbott is a great young pitcher. I think he gets the job done for us. That is best bet number one. Okay. My second best bet, and I, I did well last week weekend because I said, you better bet anytime sh- uh, Shohei home run. Mm-hmm. During the weekend, I didn't pick a particular game, but I said, well, in this week, in this series, bet every time, and it's going to hit at least once that's going to win, win you all your money that you need. This time, I'm going to do it with Juan Soto. All right, let's do it. I so want Juan Soto to have an anytime home run because I'm predicting the Padres to come out this thing and be good. The Padres to come out this thing and be and, and, and make a surge at the very least. I don't know. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting some money. We'll talk about that in a second. But... Juan Soto to start off strong against the Philadelphia Phillies at in, at Philadelphia anytime home run. That's my ri- that's my risky risky bet, but that's the one that I like. Anytime home run during this weekend series. Not too risky against Philadelphia Phillies pitching staff. I like <laughs> it as well. I'm going to go to the UFC fight night on Saturday night. Can't wait. Nazim Sadikov, you can get him around minus 145 right now um, at the BetMG app. Love this matchup against Terrence McKinney. McKinney, highly explosive athlete, all gas, no brakes, comes out swinging for the fences. Hasn't been working. So looked a little, you know, uh, timid in his last fight, right? A little bit lost. Not sure, you know, um, you know, he's kind of at a crossroads as a fighter here. I think Sadikov picks him apart. He's a much more technical fighter, better footwork, very well coached at a long going Weidman MMA. I think that's going to be a huge difference in this one. I like Nazim Sadikov minus 145 over Terrence McKinney. You, you, always, you always got the good, the good, uh, Oh, you got to hit them fights, man. That's what I love about the UFC is the machine keeps rolling all year round. There's no seasons. It's always time to put money in the bank. Okay. So with that said, this may be risky again. Pick the Padres and win the weekend series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm. If you got Juan Soto, if I got, listen, I got Soto getting an anytime home run during the weekend series. Yep. I got the Padres making a surge. Again, we'll talk more. I think they can make the playoffs. I think that's a good bet to make. But I think they do, at the very least, make things interesting. I think it starts right out of the All-Star break. I know they're traveling all the way in Philadelphia, cross-country trip. But again, it's coming off All-Star break. You shouldn't be tired. I like the Padres to win the series, and that tags along with my Juan Soto uh, anytime home run. I love it. Blake Snell's like almost an automatic win. Plus 105 for the Padres to win the series. Mm-hmm. My final best bet, Alexander Munoz. Second fight that goes off on the UFC card, so you got to get this one in early on Saturday. Um, you can get him around minus 185. This is a fight that I love. Munoz, stylistic matchup against Deaton. Deaton can't stop takedowns. Munoz, the lead wrestling coach, the team alpha male. I think we're getting a good price because Munoz dropped his last two. But last fight against a much longer, rangier fighter in Pena. Not going to have that problem here against Deaton. I think he takes him down, gets the job done. Alexander Munoz is my third best bet. So hopefully we stay hot here. Listen, you were hitting the all-star game stuff. 25-8 and so far on my best bets. I like the sound of 28 and 8. I think we get it done. Um, got about a minute left. I'm going to fire off this big swings parlay. I talked about Munoz, how I like him. We want to put him in the parlay for the big swings. Plus 1809. Munoz decision. We got four components here Munoz decision. Jack Della Madalena, round one KO. He's a massive favorite. He's going to go in there and start this dude. Prado KO. 
And then in the Park Dorev fight, we want to go over two rounds. And that's going to get you a plus 1809. Okay. Okay. The big swings parlay, we're going to swing for Dude, the fences. That's a big swing right there. Absolutely. So great stuff, Sean. Listen, I, I'm excited. We're going to get to talk football now every weekend going forward. It, it's about that time. The season's going to be here before we know it. Ah, I'm ready for training camp fights. That's Ran, right. Ran, <laughs> training camp <laughs> fights. That random, is the best part. Ran, I do like the training room, camp yeah, exactly. fights. Random rumors of players hating each other. See how <laughs> Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen feel about each Can other. Can they right make now? up? Can they make up? The so wildest relationship in the NFL. Yeah. That, Great a, stuff. A relationship that went sour quick. Yep. Nowhere near as strong as our relationship, brother. That's right. I appreciate you hanging with us for 60 minutes, giving the people some winners. Guys, we will be back next week. BetQL Weekend presented by MGM Sportsbook. Best of luck on your bets, and we'll see you next week. Sean Bell and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM.